0: Hi everyone, welcome back to Peeling It Back, a podcast from the Daily Orange where we dive into the latest culture news happening here at Syracuse University. I'm Sarah Slavin and I talked with two high school students who live in the city of Syracuse. They are both part of the Gage Girl Ambassador Program, which is a program for high school girls run by the Matilda Jocelyn Gage Foundation. Matilda Jocelyn Gage is at the forefront of the suffragette movement in the mid to late 1800s. She worked alongside well-known suffragettes Susan B. Anthony and Elizabeth Cady Stanton. Many don't know her, and some believe Gage was written out of history for her more radical ideas at the time, like her strong beliefs in a separation of church and state, among many other things, while fighting for women's right to vote. Now, why does Gage matter to Syracuse? Well, she was born in Cicero, lived in Manlius, and eventually moved to Fayetteville, to the house where the Matilda Jocelyn Gage Museum currently sits, just down the road from the Target in Fayetteville. The Gage Ambassador Program talks about modern day issues and inspires young women to create change in their own communities. Since the pandemic started, they have only met virtually, but they have still made great progress. Here's what these two ambassadors had to say.
1: So I applied when I was in 10th grade and the application process involves like writing a lot of essays kind of just going through a normal application it was probably my first time and we all got interviewed by vanessa as well and she only takes like two or three people from each high school in syracuse so if you have a lot of people applying from your high school obviously that would make it more competitive but she's trying to get more diversity from different schools in syracuse because there's so much difference between a suburban school in syracuse versus a private school versus a charter school and a city school and she yeah so I did an interview with her she let she let me in and then being an ambassador basically we do a lot of like in-house dialogue so when we were in person we would meet up at the gauge house and kind of pick a topic each time and somebody to facilitate the dialogue and we would talk about like climate change one day and then racism another day and then maybe the next time like a certain type of sexism in high schools or something to do with the environment and we would kind of brainstorm ideas in ways that we could as ambassadors get together and do things to combat this issue at a local level and the fact that we're from different high schools and different parts of Syracuse means we're in good position to roll out some of these solutions too which has been really great and I would say we do a lot of fundraising for organizations like Her Drive, Hope Print, working on like working to raise money for refugees in Syracuse for homeless people. We definitely do a lot of volunteering together as a group and we try and do a lot of community dialogues as well just to engage everybody. So I'm Abby Kim and Patty. I'm a senior at CBA in Syracuse and a rising freshman at Dartmouth College, and I'm a Matilda Jocelyn Gage Ambassador for Human Rights at the Matilda Jocelyn Gage Foundation, and I've been with the foundation for about two years now.
0: Now You mentioned that you guys are from different high schools, so you can like roll out these initiatives in, initiatives in different ways. What are some of the initiatives you've worked on like implemented in the schools.
1: Yeah, I think we've definitely worked on a lot of, like I said, fundraising. So we are able to like get awareness from different schools, different places and get the most money that way, just maximizing our our outtake. And we do a lot of rallies and protests, which I would say like we had a Black Lives Matter rally last June in front of the Gage House. And soon we're having a rally for like against hate for Asian American people. And I think coming from different high schools, we're all able to like recruit our own group or our own little bubble of people and just spread awareness to all of Syracuse, the suburbs and the city and get people together. And I think that's been the best part. Like when we have community dialogues, like we had one last year on, I think it was immigration and we were able to just get so many different people and so many different perspectives. And you definitely won't agree with everybody there, but it's just nice to have so many people supporting.
0: What made you decide to join the program and how did you like hear about when you were like
1: applying? How would you hear about it? Yeah, I had driven by the Gage House so many times, just just like right next to Target. So it's a common spot for everybody. And I think I was curious about the museum and I went in one day and kind of heard about the program and I didn't have much going on at the time. So I was like, OK, I'll apply. I'll see. And Vanessa had told me it's kind of a big time commitment. You do have to be there. We used to do like Sunday afternoon meetings so she was like you do have to go up your Sunday afternoon sometimes but as soon as I joined the program I made so many like lifelong friends we're really close we do a lot of things together so it's definitely worth it immediately and then obviously I've learned so much and just gotten so many good experiences out of it.
0: Have you been able to make friends like from other schools.
1: Yeah exactly that's the best part
0: since going virtual, I know that you guys still like meet over Zoom. What has that experience been like? Have you guys still been able to do? I mean, obviously we're a year into the pandemic, so we've been able to like adapt, but how would you say the program has been like like virtually?
1: Yeah, so I think I applied when I was in 10th grade, but I started in 11th grade, and then in March of my 11th grade year is when COVID started, so I actually didn't have a ton of in-person time with Gage, probably just a few meetings and a few dialogues and just meeting a few people and we were going to do like we usually do trips to Native American reserves and trips to DC and stuff but we obviously couldn't do any of that so I guess going virtual has been kind of like fine with me kind of normal because like I said I just didn't get a ton of in person time anyway so whatever the program was like. But it's been, we've been pretty productive, I would say. like As soon as we went virtual, we kind of took some time off. We took a long time with our application season. We usually start in September, but this year we started in November because it's just been hard to recruit people, hard to get things going. But other than that, I think we've been pretty productive, at least with our in-house dialogues. And we're working on an educational initiative right now to kind of our director, Sally. She wrote a book about women's history in the United States and it kind of encompasses like Native American women's history you know like divorce rights everything so we wrote a study guide for it and we're kind of working on getting that out to libraries and local schools and there's just a ton of projects like that that we can do over Zoom so it's been pretty productive I would say it's been weird but it's been fine. And what would you say has been the best part of being a part of the program? I would say the connections like Vanessa is she's like our kind of program director and she definitely can connect you with anybody in your area of interest I know like girls from past years have gotten to shadow lawyers and doctors through Vanessa and just getting into college she she can help with all her connections and obviously making friends in different schools has been really really helpful in getting internships and volunteering and just hanging out so I would say the people you meet has been the best part
0: and w- before you applied to the program, did you know who Matilda Jocelyn Gage was? Because I know a lot of people consider her like one of the like forgotten suffragettes and stuff like that. I was wondering if you had known who she was. And like also one of the questions that I had asked Melissa when I was on the tour was how you guys take like someone who obviously was here, was in Syracuse like 200 years ago or a little less than that, but and like take like what she did and put like a modern spin on that.
1: Yeah, I would say I unfortunately I didn't know who Matilda Jocelyn Gage was before I applied. And I used to be like, when someone asked me that while ago, I was kind of embarrassed, like, why didn't I know that? But the truth is that she was written out of history and the history we're taught in schools doesn't encompass women's history, it doesn't encompass black history, and that's not my fault. It's the education system's fault. And yeah, I think Matilda Jocelyn Gage's virtues were like really being inclusive of everyone, even if it's so radical, like she would really say. It doesn't matter if white women can vote because black women can't vote she was really that kind of person and she really didn't care if she wasn't getting credit for her work she was getting ran out of history she didn't she didn't say anything about it she didn't do anything about it so i would say like putting a modern spin on that would just be making sure like really really making sure everyone's included everybody is comfortable in their own identity really bringing everyone to the table even if there's someone you're going to terribly disagree with it doesn't matter everyone gets a seat at the table And I think also obviously like not going crazy, taking credit for our work. None of us have ever been like that. Just being very humble about it and doing everything we can, putting ourselves at risk, but making sure everybody's heard. But what would you say has been the most rewarding part of being an ambassador? I would say seeing our projects kind of come to life. Like the study guide I had mentioned, it's about to get published and it's about to be in schools. And I think the fact that like girls that are in like fifth or sixth grade now might actually learn about this history in school and they won't have to go and learn about it outside of school the way we did is is really rewarding. And kind of like we donated a bunch of books to a school in Ghana and a bunch of books to refugee centers. And I think just knowing that people are going to have better education than we had is really rewarding. And obviously this program,
0: like your experience with this program will end when you go to college next year, but how can you see yourself like continuing, like do you see yourself getting involved in like organizations or clubs that are similar to this when you're at school or like involved in another way similarly when you're in college?
1: Yeah, I think it's definitely a unique program, but I guess before this program and through this program, I discovered like my real passions for refugee education and refugee healthcare, refugee rights. So in college I would hope to really be involved with that. I'm going to a really rural place in New Hampshire. I guess like the location might not be the best for serving refugees, but I definitely want to pursue that in the future. And I think in college, if there are any organizations that are just like this, like women's rights, human rights in general, I would definitely want to be a part of it. We'll have to see though. You
0: might not see yourself in her, but I was wondering if there was any way you like saw yourself in Matilda Jocelyn Gage and like the way, as you said, that she like wanted to like include everyone. I was wondering if there were any of like her characteristics that you see in
1: yourself. Yeah, that's a really good question. And I would be really curious to hear my other ambassadors answers to that. But I, I wouldn't say I really do feel that connection or that that way.
0: And then what would you say has been like the hardest part of being an ambassador, like, just like either work wise, or like, if there's been any like conflicts or anything? What would you say has been the
1: hardest part? I think the hardest part has been like, kind of working at a Matilda Jocelyn Gage house and working on these projects. But Honestly, not having much background in them. Like I said, like we didn't learn any women's history in school and like we just don't learn much about activism in school, at least the school I go to. And I come from a background where it's very like you do things for yourself, you do what you need to do for yourself, you're you're not really including everybody. So I think coming into this program without that education and without that background was definitely challenging at first because when I came in, I was in 11th grade, but most girls were in 12th grade and they had been with the program since ninth grade. So they really had a different perspective on things than I did and they really knew what they were doing. And I think it was a hard adjustment at first, but it was definitely worth it.
0: And then I was wondering if there's anything else you wanted to talk about, about being a Gage Ambassador or something that you would like thought about going into this conversation that we haven't talked about
1: not necessarily i would just say those of you listening like we have fundraisers up you can support our social media you can support the gauge house in any way we will really appreciate it thank you for listening
2: I started being a Gage Ambassador my freshman year of high school. So this year is my third year being in the program. My friends, actually, they encouraged me to apply. Like at first, I did not know what it was. So they were already part of it. So I basically went with them to the Gage House. And then I talked to Vanessa and I kind of just shadowed the dialogues and I felt like it was something that I could be a part of because they did a lot of dialogue work and I was part of another program, Seeds the Peace, that was also like heavily dialogue-based. And on top of dialogues, they did a lot of fundraising and they also did a lot of trips and like more stuff than just dialogues that impacted the community. So I was like, I wanna be a part of that. So I guess like it just started from there. Hello. My name is Chandini Timsina. I go to Croker high school.
0: And so can you tell me a little bit more about the dialogues and what you guys discuss and what has been like the most interesting part about these dialogues?
2: Few of the dialogue topics that we have talked about is immigration, community in Syracuse, racism, mental health, abuse, like basically anything that you could think of as like a conflict or like something that we need to improve and obviously when we were in person we had the opportunity to kind of take on each of a topic that we're interested in for example the one that i did me and my other friends we could like collaborate with other people too in the group to like make it happen i believe we did a dialogue on human trafficking and like we had to like find a place where we could hold the dialogues make flyers on it set the date the time the questions and like we basically had to make it all come together and yeah we had a lot of people there and it was it was very successful and we still do that within our small groups and online too.
0: Yeah I was going to ask because you mentioned you've been involved in the club since freshman year how has the change to online and virtual stuff been? I know we've been in the pandemic for a year now, so obviously we've been able to adapt, but how has that been for the organization and you, your part in it?
2: I'll say it was a little tough. It still is tough. Vanessa's always trying to figure out how to work the computer stuff. It's kind of funny, <laughs> but... The transition was pretty tough, but then again, Vanessa made it work, I guess. She emailed, started emailing us, like if we still wanted to be a part of it. And then right now we're also collaborating with like the longline girls from Massachusetts and also Sierra Leone girls and help them with their project while we're doing our own little project within the program. But I guess we're making it happen. Yeah, we have like a weekly Zoom meetings to talk about the progress in the bigger project and the projects within our small groups.
0: The projects you're doing with girls in uh, Massachusetts and Sierra Leone, are those different organizations or are they like similar to your org? What, What were those projects that you're doing with them?
2: So the project's name is Respect for Girls. There obviously is a lot of conflict with like, girls are being married off when they're like really young teenagers. And a lot of them are not given the opportunity of education. A lot of abuse, I guess. Like just the problem or the conflict of just being a girl, I guess. And we're trying to like make it better, I guess. I mean, obviously, I don't think it, it's a problem that we're it's gonna be wiped out. Obviously, it's still something that we should fight for. And the Longline girls, I think they also made that that program to like help the girls in Sierra Leone. I think the Long Longline project is pretty new that they created but we're all like coming together to for the same topic of like giving respect for girls
0: and the long line project is that also include the girls in massachusetts or is that just with the girls in sierra leone
2: we kind of like have like a meeting every saturday to work on the project and like come together but like i i like i think we're all separate organization just coming together for the same purpose of like the, the project of respect for girls
0: <laughs> and then I was just wondering what has been your favorite part about being part of the ambassador program
2: so I've always had trouble like meeting new people talking to new people doing things on my own like like suffer from anxiety social anxiety and stuff like that and this program has honestly made me more open I guess open to like new opportunities new experiences talking to new people when I'm given a opportunity, I just, I take it because why not? So I feel like this program has made me more open. And like the trips that we made, like one trip to New York City, like that was a really good bonding ex- experience with the girls in the program. And like, I, I got to meet a lot of new people, like big people and go to United Nations. Like that, those things were something that I never thought I would be able to do. Especially living in Syracuse with, like, you know, not as much opportunities. I Like, yeah, the program has given me a lot, I'd say.
0: And I was just wondering, like, prior to becoming an ambassador, did you know who Matilda Jocelyn Gage was? Because I know that a lot of times people say that she's, like, forgotten.
2: I'm not going to lie. I think I knew her name. I knew, like, she was a suffragist. But I never knew in depth of what she did, how she was involved of, like, who she is, who she was as a person, who she collaborated with, like, back then. Like, I did not know much, but I, I feel like I did know her name. But they, like, she does not get mentioned as much in books and our lessons in schools, or, like, even... She doesn't really come up in conversations either. Yeah, and I was wondering, I even asked this
0: to Melissa when I took a tour of the museum, but because Gage was a woman who, like passed away before the 20th century she was around a long time ago how how does the organization try to like relate the issues she cared about and that were pertinent to her time to modern day
1: issues
2: well we all know that us women we don't we still don't have equal rights (laughs) like that's pretty obvious and yep (laughs) back then it was the same thing, but maybe a little worse because now we have the right to vote. Back then, they didn't have that, and that's what they fought for. But now we're still fighting for, like, trying to shorten the wage gap and basically getting respect from men and trying to get to top positions, not being judged just because I'm a woman. Type of things. We're still trying to get, like, get the equal rights, but it's just, it just a different topic of equal rights instead of the vote voting ones. But it's 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 the same thing. We're we're like we're still trying to be respected as women.
0: And I was wondering like what it means to you to be part of a program like this, where like you can like fight for change and like hopefully create initiatives that will partially solve some issues that we're, like we're dealing with. Like I was wondering what it means to be part of that.
2: It means a lot. I mean, like every time I talk with the Sierra Leone girls. Like I feel a sense of pride that I'm here trying to make a change, trying to help them. Like being a refugee, like like I I know the life in Nepal. I know what like being poor means. I know what not having enough education means. Like I, I know the struggles and like to be able to also talk to girls in another th- third world country and trying to help them out. Even if it's not Nepal, even if it's not the country that I was born in, it's still girls from a different country who who went through the same things that I went through and and like it just it makes me feel good that I'm helping a little girl just like me you know get a better yeah. um, opportunity in education
0: it's amazing and I know you've talked about why you enjoy the program and what's been the best part of it, but do you have a cert- is there was there a certain like Initiative or moment that's been really that really stood out to you or you specifically remember as being like really fun for you
2: there are a lot of things <laughs> like there basically snippets of every little program or dialogue or a trip that we do like the New York City trip was really fun. We've also done a lot of fundraising where we where I also got spawned with other other members of the program. Oh, and recently we also wrote like a questions for like a book. So Sally, she basically made the Girl Ambassador program happened, I believe. And she wrote a book about like women suffragists and the Native American people and how they contributed to like giving women the rights that we deserve, how they influ- influenced the wa- American women's to fight for their rights. And so me, Abby, Alexis and Palin, um, we all basically worked together to make a study guide and that was a pretty cool experience. Like if and when the study guide is like given to the schools with the books and such, like our names are gonna be there that we made the study guide and that's like, wait, really? It's <laughs> that's pretty Incredible. crazy. Right. That's probably
0: such a great feeling. Yeah. <laughs> I asked this question to Abby and she was unsure, but she really wanted to know what other people's thoughts were. I was wondering if there was any characteristics of Matilda Jocelyn Gage that you see in yourself, like any of her characteristics as like an activist.
2: I guess willingness to like fight for something, like I guess knowing that there's a problem and doing. <laughs> goodness okay (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, like her willingness to recognize that there's a problem and her willingness to fight for it I guess like I'm still learning to do better learning to like how I can like make an impact in my community I'm still learning about that but I think it just I think this also goes for, like, all of the girls engaged Ambassador, too. I feel like just our willingness to fight for something. Because I-, I see a lot, like, Palin, Abby, and Alexis, they do a lot in their school community and outside of their community. And, like, I, I see that they care about, like, issues. And, like, they do something to make things better. Yeah. Of
0: course. And then lastly, I was just wondering if there's anything else you wanted to talk about about the program, your experience with it, or the Gage House in general, anything at all that you wanted to share.
2: I feel like we need more people. (laughs) Like in person, we obviously had like 10, about at least 10 people, 10 girls in the program. But now I believe it's like four or five of us in the program. When we're like back in person, I would like the uh, diversity to be back in the program. I feel like that would be really nice and more people getting involved. This program really does bring like women around Syracuse together and teaches them a lot of new things. How obviously how to listen, how to ask questions, how to have a successful dialogue about issues in our communities because. Like, I say this a lot and I I hear a lot of other other adults say this a lot, but we are the change of the future. So if if, if we don't start now, like, it's, you know, like, we, we, we wouldn't want to start too late, I guess. I mean, it's not worth to, like, start too late, but,
0: you know. <laughs> no, I totally agree. I totally got it. Awesome. Thank you so much. Special thanks to Abby and Chaudhany. You can learn more about the program and Matilda Jocelyn Gage at matildajocelyngage.org. Thank you to our podcast editor, Mariah Humiston, digital managing editor, KJ Edelman, executive producer, Adam Garrity, and music producer, Adam Wolf. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time on Peeling It Back.